Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob, Brad Kloppenstein, in for Casey today. You know, Brad, you remember two years ago, you and I went on a little excursion together. You remember that? I remember it well. We hired you to uh, to drive our chariot to a Jimmy Buffett concert. And what ended up being the last Jimmy Buffett concert in central Indiana, that's, in fact. That's right, yes. You hired me to be the driver and you had a group of friends that I get. I gathered you had gone to various Buffett and other concert-like events over the years. We had. Thank you for remaining relatively sober. Uh, my job was to sit in the parking lot. It was actually live-streamed on the internet, so I listened as you guys went in and had a good old time. And in your group of friends, there was this dude that came with you, and from the moment I met him, I'm like, I know that guy from somewhere. I know him from somewhere but I can't picture where. And it turns out, and only you would have a friend like this, this dude spent a big portion of his life impersonating Bill Clinton. He did. That that was his career of choice, and he did very well at it for a number of years, and then he since pivoted to be a much better um, motivational speaker. <laughs> so when we say like he was in movies as Bill Clinton, he, he has starred in a movie with Leslie Nielsen. What was what was the name of that movie? Uh, Two thousand one, a space travesty. Yes, that's right. And he went on the like speaker circuit where he was impersonating Bill Clinton. Like his life, he made his living being Bill Clinton. Now, Rob, you might not even know this. I was occasionally a Secret Service man for him. I did know that because he told me all about it. And he actually, he joins us now. So what was it like to spend your life being Bill Clinton? It sounds so dark and awful. And this guy did it very well for a long time. His name is Damian Mason. He joins us now on WIBC Hotline. Damian, when in the world did you figure out I look like and can sound like Bill Clinton? Well, thanks for having me here. First off, Rob and Brad, I was... At Purdue University, everybody in your listener base can appreciate that. It was Halloween of 1992. I was a bartender and waiter and sometimes doorman at Harry's Chocolate Shop my ninth <laughs> semester at Purdue. Threw a, little, threw a little baby powder in my hair, put on a Clinton Gore button, and uh, went into the, to the chocolate shop on Halloween day. Purdue was playing, I think, Michigan that day, so it meant that uh, people would have rather drank at the bar than be at the ball game. <laughs> the Boilermakers got the shit blown out of them. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, there we were. We were uh, waiting tables, and uh, I, people said, hey, you know, you look a little bit like Bill Clinton. And then I'd say, yeah, of course I do. How'd you like, how'd you like your cheeseburger? And uh, how'd you like to find out what it means when I sat my hands on a politician? And I would talk like Bill Clinton, and everybody laughed. And then all of a sudden, these people are hanging out thinking, gosh, this is really a funny thing. So that was the very first incarnation. Bill Clinton was running for the presidency and was uh, about, what, I think uh, less than a week away from being elected because that was uh, Halloween in 1992. was a, less than a week before Election Day. So we kind of shelved it, uh, graduated, went and became uh, a corporate sales guy. And then the following Halloween, 1993, I was in San Diego in the in my corporate uh, racket. And I 
uh, did up the costume a little better. I uh, put on a little bit uh, better of a Bill Clinton costume with uh, hair paint and a little bit of makeup to age myself, put on a suit, and I wasn't serving cheeseburgers on Halloween night. So I went to a Halloween costume contest at a nightclub in San Diego, won 500 bucks dressed up as Bill Clinton. And and to do that, the MC at this nightclub was uh, taking the finalist of three uh, or five uh, costume uh, participants up on a stage, and I grabbed the microphone from and busted into my Bill Clinton routine. I started talking about Bill Clinton and said, how y'all doing? Thank y'all much for having me here. And then the crowd went crazy, and I won money. So uh, my company began using me at trade shows and sales meetings. As wait, 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 wait. They, they, so they said Damian Mason's our guest. He made his living for many, many years impersonating Bill Clinton. He's been in movies. He's done all sorts of things. So your company that you're working for sees this and goes, uh, your new job is your Bill Clinton? <laughs> yeah, maybe not quite my new job, but certainly they, they thought I was a better Bill Clinton person there than I was a lighting fixture salesman. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you start, like like you were in a movie with Leslie Nielsen, and what is it called, 2001 A Space Travesty. It's one of kind of the later Leslie Nielsen movies. It's very much in the vein of the naked gun. How do you turn this into... Hey, I'm done doing the other stuff. I'm Bill Clinton forever. And how do you end up in movies? Well, as Brad will tell you, so from uh, the company using me at sales meetings and trade shows, uh, they they uh, sent me back to Indiana uh, after I was in San Diego for a pretty good stint, and they didn't give me a promotion. It kind of uh, kind of pissed me off, to be honest. So I I said, you know what? If, if this isn't going to work out with this company, I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this little foray as uh, that's Bill Clinton. So I, I can doing... embellish. I can embellish it here a little bit, Rob. I remember how this went. We were sitting around drinking. He's like, "Dang it, Klopp. He's like, "They didn't give me a promotion," and I gave him another beer. I'm like, "You know what? Screw them. You can do this full time." So for those of you who are just walking in, going, "What the hell?" Have we walked into. Damian Mason is our guest. He is one of Brad's uh, very close friends, and he, for many, many years, made his living impersonating Bill Clinton out out on the road as a speaker uh, in movies. And so that is the middle of the story. Damian, go. Yeah. So uh, Brad's not very far off. In fact, he's dead on. That's about exactly how it went. I kind of said, you know what? Maybe I could turn this into a business. And, and you know what? And from a business standpoint, everybody has this idea that somehow lightning's going to strike and that, uh, you know, people say, did you get your big break? You know, Pamela Anderson was like a hot chick with really good uh, boobs, and they showed her on uh, a Canadian Football League jumbotron, allegedly, and then someone said, man, we got to start using that woman as a model. That does not happen for farm boys that were salesmen selling lighting fixtures who dressed up like Bill Clinton. <laughs> So what's, you know, yeah, no what's, big, what's the progression like? Well, there's no, there's no big break. Nobody says, oh, my goodness, we've got to have this guy. What happens is you quit your job and you start selling a, a comedy act. And my comedy act was seriously not that great. I looked like Bill Clinton if I dressed up and you know, put the makeup on and I could talk like Bill Clinton. And I could say funny things like, hey, uh, you know, uh, I could use a girl like you on my personal staff. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You, you know, innuendo jokes and whatever. But the thing is, you you basically sell this thing. And so I printed up business cards. I went to Kinko's downtown, just uh, east of the circle. And uh, a girl there drew up a little caricature of Bill Clinton. And that was honestly my first artwork. And I had a business card that uh, 
that I, I started handing out. So the idea was every gig you do, if you're doing a $200 gig, you, you hand out as many cards as you can, and you try and turn it into a, the next $300 gig. And then you try and take the next $300 gig and turn it into a $500 gig. Well, All the while, um, you know, I used to be on one of your former sister stations. I used to be on uh, WNAP. Uh, which was oh, 93.1. Yeah, that's us. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were on us. But that was what we used to be before we WIBC. So D- Damien Mason's our guest. We're talking about his uh, previous life playing Bill Clinton. Is that scary to be a young guy who quits his job and just says, I'm going all in on being someone else? We used to, uh, I had about less than $2,000 of actual revenue lined up when I quit corporate America. So again, everybody has this idea that, oh boy, you you, know, you come along, you discover. No, what happens is you quit, you get yourself scared, and then you start paddling really, really hard upstream saying, I'm going to make this thing work. The thing is, uh, I've had so many people say like, well, yeah, you know, you can do that because you're 25. Well, People have this false idea that somehow it would be easier to do when you're 25 than when you're 35 or 45 or 55 years old. The reality is, no matter where you are in your career or life, you still got to make it work. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was I used to a was I used to a lesser standard of living? Meaning, did I drive a five year old Chevy Lumina and not have a you know uh, a, a big lifestyle? Well, sure. But the reality is, you, you make this thing go because you say I want to do this thing. Yeah. Um, did we make a lot of money in the first year? Well, absolutely not. Even in the second year, absolutely not. So what it comes down to, in, in my opinion, is you, you say, I want to try this thing. And then you sell it. And, you know, one of our other buddies told me once, says, you know, you're probably about a B-plus comedy act, but by God, you're an A uh, at your desk making this thing work. So you've got to treat it like a business. And that's the one thing that Brad would probably vouch for. Yeah, there was a, it was about the act. It was about the show. And absolutely, the show was the product. The other thing that I would say is I, within about two years, realized I'm a product and I'm selling this product. So there's Damian Mason that's hanging out having beers with Brad. And then there's this thing that's on stage. And that's it's like selling widgets. You've got to separate yourself and say there is this product and that's what I'm selling. And that was probably a pretty big realization. And then the third realization that maybe really made it work was realizing I work for other people's money. This is not about me. It's not about my political beliefs. It's not about, you know, uh, it's about me providing a service that is valuable to an audience. And that's a big, a big thing right there. You work for other people's money. And once you get that in your head, I'm selling a product. This is a product. I am the product. And there's there's me, there's me, there's me, there's a product, and then also I work for other people's money. So it was really about the business. Uh, yeah, the show matters, the the comedy matters, and that is paramount to the whole thing, making sure the show is good. But it becomes this product and service that I am selling. Real quick, I'm curious. Like when I go see cover bands, the guys that look like the dudes, like you go see Kiss or Bruce Springsteen or Beatles, and like they become. Not just the, it's not the music, it's they look like the people. And I wonder, like, do you lose a sense of yourself? So when you were, your job was to be another human being, did, was it, did you ever lose any sense of yourself or was that hard? How did you put up barriers on that? 
Yeah, you st- you stay in character for the show, and then when the show's over, it's over. You know, people used to say things like, oh, you know what we should do? Uh, after the show, let's go downtown, and we're going to take you around and ask Bill Clinton. I'm like, well, are you paying me? <laughs> well, no. Will this be fun? I said, well, it sure as hell going to be fun for me. No. <laughs> Rob, off air, I'll tell you the story about the fundraiser we did for John Boehner. <laughs> So, Damien, in the last couple of minutes we have, so 2001 rolls around, 9-11 happens, Clinton's out of office. How did you, I mean, that was kind of a, a low point in the Bill Clinton Act. You are now one of the preeminent speakers, especially in the ag industry. How did you pivot to go from being Bill Clinton to being Damien Mason? Yeah, that was, by the way, the hardest thing was taking off the mask. So to Rob's prior point, uh, when you become – very good at acting like this other person. You know, let's say his reference to somebody that's, uh, you know, in playing Beatlemania and they're the best Paul McCartney, you know, lead singer of a pretend Beatles band. They get real good at doing that, and then it becomes very comfortable to be the pretend Paul McCartney, what out you. I was that guy where I was really good at being Bill Clinton. So then it's like, okay, this thing's over. Clinton's out of office. Also, let's face it, here we are in 2023. Political comedy just doesn't play anymore. So you go through a few year pretty hard adjustment of saying it's time to take the mask off. It's, you know, uh, let's get, let's get comfortable with being me. And so, and you know, this Brad, but it was, it was a challenge. Uh, you know, I went back and did speeches at rotary events and went to second city in Chicago and took acting and improvisational classes for six months and learned how to be not Bill Clinton on a stage. And it was almost like unlearning. And how do you get comfortable being the person without the makeup? And it was a few year adjustment. Then I fell back into this idea that I'm like, you know what? I'm still funny. I'm funny, and I don't have to act like Bill Clinton to be funny because I I, I am uh, comedically talented. And then I also have this degree in agricultural economics, and I have a corporate background. I can talk about business, and I can talk about entrepreneurialism, and I can talk about agriculture. And next thing you know, uh, that became the path. It was. It was a journey. So, yeah, where we moved that from, and I've never forgotten any of the lessons. You know, Steve Martin says in his book, uh, Born Standing Up, I think is the title of the book, that he walked off the set on the Johnny Carson, and Johnny Carson pulled him over during a commercial break and said, son, you're going to use everything you've ever learned to be successful in this business. And I think about that all the time. Trust me, and, and Brad was there as a pretend Secret Service guy for $500 gigs in 1995, and I think about this when I'm on stage now in front of a, a major agricultural corporation talking to their national sales meeting that I, I remember the tools and the lessons that came from being that $500 comedy act. So, yeah, that's that's a big adjustment, but definitely don't ever forget anything you've ever learned because you can use it in your next career. So, yeah, now I'm an ag guy talking about commentary and issues impacting the future of the food production to ag audiences, but I'm also funny, and I fall back on a lot of the lessons learned from that. I love it. Damien, this has been so awesome, man, because it was such a blast to hang out with you, and like I said, I recognize you from the movies, and it was so cool to, to get to hang out with you. So, man, thanks for um, spending a few minutes with us today and telling us about life as being Bill Clinton. That's awesome. Thanks for having me on, Rob and Brad. 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show.